Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing and Coffee. Today, we have Tatiana on the show with us. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for making the time to talk to me today. Absolutely. Likewise. How is your, well, you're over in France, so it's a little bit of a different time zone for us. Um, we're just getting the day started over here, but how is your afternoon going so far? Good. Um, I'm actually just starting. I work globally with people from around the world. So, and I have four kids, so I, I start late. <laughs> By the time I get them all to school and get to settle in, it's, it's about now. <laughs> That's awesome. So is it like a later shift for you? You just go like one to 10 or whatever? Uh, yeah, I mean, usually, yeah, I start a bit later or I kind of do, well, you know, like many entrepreneurs, I guess we kind of working all the time. So wherever I am, I kind of either think about work or I'm scribbling something or I'm on my phone. Well, I'm glad that you're taking the time to join us this morning. Um, sure. What, what are you drinking to start the day? Coffee, third one. <laughs> awesome. Coffee all day? Yeah. Well, um, I read the report recently that uh, three to five coffees a day is kind of good for you. It's good for your health. And I was very happy with that. Because I'm I'm kind of in that mark, three to five coffees. Oh, that's not a bad that's not a bad mark. I thought it was bad to drink too much coffee, but I feel a lot better now knowing that you know yeah. my bad habit is actually healthy. It's actually helping me. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, you should check it out. It's it's the scientist said it, so it must be true. So there we go. <laughs> three to five is good. Before we start, just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you ended up in this journey in the marketing, and you know what your background entails. Sure. So oh, I'll try and keep that short because I can talk forever. <laughs> um, I started, I actually studied international relationships and before that accountancy um, and kind of I wanted to be a journalist and some other things <laughs> that will lose the children audience. But yeah, um, ended up working in none of those um i started actually about oof, 17 years ago um selling websites so cold calling people working for an agency that was developing websites and software uh, within a couple of years i ended up managing projects and thought to myself well, i can i can just have an agency myself um, so I did that for quite some time, primarily with the English market, but also US. So we were doing websites and software. Um, and as those things developed, I feel old now, but at the beginning, it was actually like most of your job would be to convince people they need a website at all. They were like, I don't need a website. Why do I need a website? I'm on yellow pages or whatever. Um, then it kind of gradually, everybody started having websites. So it was about having a better website that does more things. Then with social uh, networks, social media, and all the different types of um, platforms that you have to get um, your company on and, and manage all those, branding and marketing became a lot more important. So it wasn't just about, I need to be online. It was about, I need to be found online recognized uh, people need to remember my name and how to get to me and and people uh, customers generally obviously got a lot more demanding in terms of what they expect a website to do or a company to do online so um, kind of developed with that and I got more into marketing and branding 
Um, and about five years ago, I'd say I got into domain names as part of that, as uh, part of branding, as part of um, as brand assets, and and that kind of was a perfect match for um, a lot of things that I love and and I am excited about. Like I, I love um, etymology. I'm, I'm I speak a few languages, and I'm always curious about. Uh, where words come from and, and their role and how a word can change our perception about something and what effects can it have on on, on how we um, see and how we judge things. So domains uh, were, were just a world that I uncovered. Before that, obviously, I've been working with domains, but just on the technical side, like, I mean, I've been giving that advice to people all those years when it comes to domain names. I, I mean, I was like, I, I even like, I, I think that's one of my worst, like in my head mess ups with a client was um, somebody who was asking, so what do, what do I need as a domain name? And I was like, well, just get any domain name, you know, whatever, we'll, we'll just put the website on it. And then they were like, yeah, but like there's keywords and things. And, uh, and so and it, we, effectively we ended up uh, with that, client of mine like buying about 100 nonsensical domain names because I don't know he thought it's a good idea I was up I didn't have anything better to advise him so it, it was just ridiculous so yeah so over the last five years I've, I've got myself into domain names um, and I've learned a lot um, we've also launched um, smartbranding.com where it's kind of a because I've, I've realized I've been working in IT and marketing and branding myself for 15 years or so without knowing much about domains as brand assets myself. And it was quite like a revelation to me that um, up to this date, I'm, I, I still have that. You have, you know, top end branding and marketing and naming companies that advise huge companies that are very very um, how to say they they don't know much about domain names themselves i mean some even like wouldn't know the difference between a domain name and a url and a website um which which i find now quite shocking so we, we set up uh, smart branding as a resource for for people to be able to learn more about domain names and how uh they affect whether we like it or not, they affect their, their overall marketing strategy and performance, um, the, the trust people have in their company. Um, well, everything really, it, it's really the cornerstone of a brand online. Um, so yeah, see, see that, that was quite long. <laughs> no, that was amazing. Uh, I didn't realize that you wanted to go into journalism originally. I was a I, did. I was also a journalist for about five years before I went into marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. It was, it was, um, I've always liked writing. And when I was little, I was like writing little things and essays and poems and that. So it, it seemed like a perfect uh, fit for, for, for that to, to explore that love for writing, but also have something that's close to life and reality. Yeah, it's like a great way to, you know, get to know people and just share stories about like such mm. important things that are going on in the world, especially in the yeah. U.S. We have, I don't know what it's like over there, but we have like so much misinformation that goes around on social media. It's everywhere. It's not just. Yeah, that's global. Yeah. I was hoping that wasn't yeah. the case, but. 
no, journalism no, is just is, so important it is, now. It is, it, it is, and it's very, well, I, I think we people, humans generally seem to, um, I know I, I usually bring that as an example, the printing press, when, when it first came around, it, it took ages, literally, you would have thought like, wow, that's going to revolutionize, you know, everything, the way we communicate science, everything, which it did. But at the beginning for, I think it was for decades, literally, it was used to print the Bible, obviously, and uh, erotic stories. It was used for that. And, and it, it, for me, it's a, an example of really um, where we are. And I think the internet is still a little bit on, on, even though it's been around for like 30 odd years now, but we are a little bit still, we're like, we're just starting to scratch the, the, the real use of it to our benefit. We're, we're kind of like kids, we're starting to like, yeah, we can do that and share cats and watch porn and I don't know, whatever. And, and then obviously, sadly, um, you, you have people exploiting that. So yeah, where you go, the, all the misinformation and brainwashing and using it to get people to do things that are not necessarily good for them. But I'm kind of hopeful that we'll, we'll get over that. We'll get over that soon. And, and we're, we're gonna use the more positive sides of it, which obviously there are many. Absolutely. I feel like there's even better journalists kind of coming out of this age as well. Like there's a couple mm. of YouTubers I like to watch. One of them is um, Andrew Callahan. He goes around and it's more like hands-on journalism. He's in the field going to these, you know, events and just interviewing people on the spot and giving these unfiltered views of, mm. you know, information. He's not really pushing aside. He's just sharing everything that's going on around him mm. and allowing you to make that judgment. Mm. That's, uh, that's that's what yeah. good journalism is yeah if you if you look at opera on the top of my head but any any good journalist is it's asking good questions and and making people feel comfortable so that they can tell their story absolutely well i'm going to transition a little bit because i could talk about that all day as well yeah. um <laughs> tell me a little bit about um, what makes a good domain name? So it it really depends. I think the most important thing that that would be great if like if, if people come away from this with one thing only, one takeaway, I hope it is that just to take domain names seriously. And then, uh, I mean, you can expand on that depending on uh, your, the, it's really proportional, proportional to, to the size of your company and your vision for it. So, you know, if you have a little local shop um, I don't know, on the street here and there are many or little cafe, um, sure, they do need websites, even if, you know, they, 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 they have, they're, like, they're not a chain that's global or has the vision to become global, but it's, it's a good way to, to communicate with their audience, to be found online by, I live in a very touristic place, so to be found by tourists, et cetera, et cetera. But it, it's really like, I don't know, there, there is um, a state agent called Atlas, on, on the road here. So for them, I mean, if you, if they were to get the atlas.com domain name, that would be literally unattainable. And honestly, even if they had the sort of a budget to get a name like that, I would be like, why? I mean, what does it, you can't even serve a global audience. You're a tiny little estate agent, you know, that's dealing with things local to, to Nice. Um, so in that case, 
it wouldn't be wrong for them to get, you know, atlasnis.com or whatever, the, something that works for them. Um, if you are, however, a global business and you, you know, you, you have, or you have that vision to become a global business and you're going to be sticking to that name for, you know, years to come um, and you're going to be reaching a global audience and you're going to be investing literally millions in your marketing and branding, then it, it becomes very different because um, if, if your brand is called example and, and you're on example or we are example.net, you know, how many people are going to look for you on example.com just by default? So that's, you know, and how much will it cost you to get people to remember that, you know, you can be found on weareexample.net. Like every one person that you reach, whether it is, you know, by uh, social media advertising, whether it's on radio, whether it's on the TV, uh, whatever, however you reach those people, how much is it going to cost you to get them to remember that name and reach, reach you? And, and that's, you know, over the lifetime of your brand. Um, so a good domain name, it would really depend on the particular situation. There are some rules that um, on smart branding, we do what we call industry lists. So we do, um, like we would go and say, let's look at the top 100 companies in, uh, I don't know, ad tech, I think it was the one of the latest lists we did. Um, so advertising technology, startups in that space, what names do they have? And we look at the successful businesses in that industry and we analyze, you know, what percentage of them have whatever domain extensions, what percentage have names that precisely match their brand name and which, uh, which ones have um, some added words, etc. So the, we've been doing that for like a couple of years now. The majority of, of startups, of companies that are successful across industries do have .com domain names. Um, and the majority as well have like over 50% on average have uh, domains that match exactly their brand name. So that's not, um, it, it's not an opinion. It's not, you know, what I like or what I don't like. It, it's just a fact. And sadly still, businesses get to that um, the hard way. So they, they start on whatever name and then they're like, oh, that's you know not effective or people are calling us that on conferences or I'm sick of repeating every time, whatever, or I'm losing emails or uh, we have security issues because you know people are sending sensitive information and it ends up elsewhere, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the way usually they learn about, okay, we, we need to do something about that. Um, which is not great, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, my, my takeaway would be, um, or more, my, my advice on, on what's a good domain name would be to just take domain names as a topic seriously and do some research, learn some things, talk to some people, look at um, what other businesses in your industry are doing, successful businesses that you aspire to become one day um and and then make a decision like it may or may not be to invest a huge amount of money in a domain name but at least you've you've put the work in you've done the research you've you've made sure what makes sense to you 
um, and, and that's a better place to be. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you sharing all of your insights, especially around domains. Um, sure. I want to give you a couple of minutes here at the end. Tell us a little bit about, you know, where people can find you online. Um, on LinkedIn, Tatiana Bono. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I'm pretty sure that's the same. I'm not very active there. Um, smartbranding.com is um, the site I mentioned where we have resources for for entrepreneurs to learn more about domain names. They're all freely available. So uh, definitely a good place to start if, if you're starting to think seriously about domains and how they can impact your business. Um, and markupgrade.com, which is our consultancy um, site where, where you can reach out if, uh, if you feel you can do better with your domain name, and I'll be happy to help. Well, thank you very much again for taking the time this morning to come on the show. Sure. And we should also say that you should help support Ukraine. So we'll put that all of those links in the bio below. Thank you. No, thank absolutely. You. That's very kind. So um, thank you again for coming on. I appreciate your time. Um, thank you, everybody, for thank listening. You. Um, we'll see you again on our next episode.